This is Dr. Robin Axelrod. For the past 15 years, I've been helping children and adults meet their full potential. On our podcast, we're going to share some tips and tricks with you and some of my knowledge on how you can reach your potential and your family's goals. Each week, we'll be highlighting different specialists that can help you understand human development and how to assist your family in living their best lives. Welcome to Ask the Therapist. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Therapist. Today, we are joined by Andra Henning. Andra is the Director of Inpatient Therapy Services at Adventist Healthcare Rehab Hospital in Maryland. She has also been an adjunct professor at Towson University, and she's a board member of Rebuilding Together. Good evening, Andra. How are you? I'm really good. How are you, Robin? Good. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. It's really a pleasure speaking with you. Can you just tell us a little bit about your own personal journey in OT, you know, what areas of practice led you to this area of practice, and what brought you to where you are today? Um, I started my OT career, I was um, an older student when I went back to get my Master's of Occupational Therapy at Towson University, and I came right out of school and went to work in the acute care hospital for three years. That I started at acute care to really understand um, kind of the beginnings of of some of the acute phases of the illnesses I would see as in a, in a patient's rehab journey, and I have to say it was very very beneficial. I, I really enjoyed that time of uh, going throughout the hospital and treating all kinds of patients, and we even got an opportunity to work in outpatient. I was uh, lymphedema certified and worked in outpatient and lymphedema um, a few days a week. So it was a really great opportunity for me. Um, and after about three years, I decided I wanted to kind of branch out, and I did some contract work. I thought I might want to go uh, maybe in home care, and so that's what's nice about contract is you get to go you know, a little bit everywhere. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but the last assignment that um, I was I had an opportunity to serve in was a, a acute rehab hospital at Vintage Healthcare, and I uh, there were quite a few contract therapists there. And um, I just found the environment very uh, stimulating. It was a kind of a teaching hospital. The medical director was very hands-on. He enjoyed teaching the students and teaching the patients and families about uh, the progression of illness. And so I actually uh, stayed on there for three years as a contract. As I had some experience in my uh, prior life before OT in management, I was asked that I would consider being a manager, and at first I wasn't really interested in it until I realized uh, after doing some research what a nice opportunity it would be to be able to grow um, a practice in as far as leadership as well as being a clinician. So I did that for eight years. Uh, we grew our, uh, our um, unit from 19 beds to 24 beds to 32, and now we have 42 beds at that site and you know building a hospital and uh, building a unit and helping staff grow I really became very passionate about developing clinically as well as helping uh, the staff grow and watching the department grow and helping patients and families integrate back into the community we have a love for education rehab because we get to go back into the community patients um, we get to go home and do home evals. We take them on outings. We have a very active rehab 
um, therapeutic um, rehab department, TR, rather, that we go out in the community. So that all that was very um, fulfilling, and you could see the, your results immediately, and I could help the staff grow in that area. So that was um, a great experience for me. And as the hospital grew, I had an opportunity uh, to go into a direct position. And so I would be a director over not only the site that I was a manager, but our headquarters had 52 beds. And so my role uh, currently for the last five years is going between both sites. So Mm -hmm. between a 42-bed hospital and a 55-bed hospital. So um, helping the managers at both those sites grow our programs, help our staff grow clinically, help um, our patient experience, and really get to help the whole hospital grow from the perspective of integrating our patients back into the community. Wow. It sounds like, you know, you're really busy, and that is huge growth. So kudos to you. I mean, that's really amazing work that you've done. Can you tell us, I mean, you know, I know right now you're the director, and those roles are definitely probably different than a treating therapist. Can you just tell us what, like, a daily schedule would look like for a treating therapist versus a director? No, absolutely. I mean, since I've done everything, I've had the pleasure of, you know, being um, a staff therapist and um, and become a manager and now a director. So the expectation is of a patient, if a staff person is doing um, an eight-hour day, that they're going to be treating 6.5 hours. Uh, we expect our therapist to come in and do a chart review if there's anything that's changed uh, with our patients over 90 or any new orders. Um, they're expected to review the chart, look at the orders, prepare for each one of their patients, you know, develop a treatment plan for that day. And then um, we have our schedules laid out. Our goal is not to see our, for instance, our diabetic patients in the morning. As an OT, we'd have ADL already scheduled from the day before so the nursing staff knows. And then we would, you know, conduct our schedule. Of course, there, within that, we have team conferences. Every day when we sit down with the interdisciplinary team, talk about our patients' barriers to going home and how we can overcome those, talk about the proposed discharge dates, uh, family training, any outings we may do with the patient, anything that the patient needs to, uh, or goals for our patient, anything we need to address that specifically um, is tailored to them and what's important for them to get back to the community. Mm-hmm. And then write up our notes during lunch. Uh, we have a 30-minute lunch and a 30-minute time for documentation. Then there's the afternoon schedule, and then there's documentation in the evening. And the goal would be for staff to prepare for the next day. They have team conferences the following day that they finish those team conference notes before they go home. Uh-huh. Wow, sounds like a pretty busy schedule. It is very fast-paced. Um, as I said, I walked in from being a contract therapist into a gym that was just like a flurry of activity. And because in, a, in acute inpatient rehab, the patients are required by Medicare, patients are required to have three um, hours of therapy a day. Wow. And with that, um, you it could be split between PTOT or they could have speech as well. And so the schedule has to be managed with all the other um, disciplines and all the other uh, team members, what has to happen with the patient. So we all have to be able to maintain that schedule. And so it could be very hectic. Um, and also for the patients, we give our ske- schedules out the day before to prepare the patient for the next day, but things change. The doctor may have called for a test 
whatever. So therapists have to be flexible and creative with their time. Um, all our therapists do a group once a week, so that can be a little intimidating for therapists at times because some of the patients in their groups are not their own. So setting an expectation of what kind of things would be appropriate for the group that you're doing, for instance, um, lower body dressing group or uh, for PT and mobility group or uh, speech aid, maybe a, um, a feeding group with adaptive equipment, it could be a cognition group. All those are in the flow of the daily um, schedule for the patients and are managed by the manager of the patients, um, the therapist, and the scheduler. So it can be very hectic. Wow. Okay, what about um, as a manager, you know, what type of roles do you complete, like, on a daily basis? Is it different every day? Um, so when I was a manager, the goal would be to come in and make sure the schedule, everything's right for the schedule, because you want therapists to feel that they can come in, grab their schedule, and get started. And so the manager's responsibility is really to manage the staff and the schedule. So whatever, the, so the manager comes in and takes a look at what's going on for the day, and tries to facilitate as much of a smooth transition from patient to patient for the staff. So that's managing our techs. That's looking at, you know, do we have the equipment that we need? Do we have the, the, the supplies that we need? Are the therapists able to do what they need to do? We're on the floor to help them. You know, maybe there's a family member that's distraught or there's a team conference that they can't attend because they're doing a maybe a family training so the manager is really there to help the staff facilitate their day and also for coaching for maybe co-treating with a difficult patient um, their role is very diverse and very uh, uh, very depends on the day mm -hmm. of course there's meetings to attend to there's budgets and all that from an operational standpoint but we're really here to the patient's um, you know, that's where we're all here is to help our patients get better and go home. So what does that mean? That means helping with the treatments on a daily basis and make sure patients are progressing towards their goals for discharge. Mm -hmm. Wow, that sounds really busy, but definitely very purposeful. And I'm sure, you know, it's very gratifying when you see patient progress on a daily basis. Um, can you explain, yeah. like, you know, what tips you would give students that are looking to go into this area of practice or are wanting to go into this area of practice? What would you tell them? Well, that's one thing I think has been a really uh, a blessing is to see how many, we get a lot of patients, or excuse me, a lot of students, PT, OT, speech, and TR, and so, you know, I've seen lots of, of students come through, and I, I would say as a student in this environment, just being organized, keeping your eyes open to absorb what all the disciplines are doing to learn from them. That's what I love about inpatient rehab is everybody normally treats in the same area, so there's a lot of co-treating and facilitating. Um, if I have a PT's working on balance, OT can work on balance too. I would say from a perspective is just to look at what does the patient need to do to get better and make it and tailoring what they're doing to make sure the patient is progressing towards their goals. Mm -hmm. So that's really developing their skills and looking for different techniques. Um, uh, you know, therapists, treat differently and so just watching, listening, observing and also trying so it's nice to get them, give them an opportunity to treat and to um, really focus on um, uh, uh, what's going on around them but as well as on their patients. I would say that from a, a student perspective um, and as a new grad, I would say just 
trying to get the foundations in and, 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 and planning their day. Um, and I would say even going home and doing a little research on the kind of patients that you're seeing and treatment ideas and always being open to say what they need to ask for help and to glean from those therapists who have so much more experience than they do. Mm. Wow. I mean, you know, it definitely sounds like, uh, you know, you do a lot of mentoring and I'm sure, you know, you're wonderful at that with your experience and, um, and, and your knowledge. So thank you so much for supervising students. That's really amazing. Let me ask you about some success stories. Do you have any success stories in particular that you could think of that you would share with our audience or, um, you know, successes in your practice, whether it be as a manager or as a treating therapist? You know, I think what's amazing is that when you're in school, they don't really tell you what, how much you are going to gain from um, your role in helping to facilitate someone's healing. Mm -hmm. And the way that patients and families open up and share their lives with you is such a gift. Mm -hmm. And the work is very demanding, but it's so very rewarding. And so I would just, I just think about all of the people that I had the opportunity and the pleasure to get to know and to watch their journey. We have a, a rehab reunion. And so, you know, patients to come back and to speak specifically about how their lives were changed and how much the individual therapists, you know, in Towson we learned this phrase, you know, therapeutic use of self. We use it all the time. And I think that, that is the blessing of what we do, is that we get to bring ourselves to work and we get to share who we are, our natural gifts and abilities, and how we can help facilitate healing through, yes, our clinical practice and our expertise, but also bringing our personalities and our humor and our, our own stories and our own challenges to help our patients understand that we see them as people and that we can help them and can encourage them to uh, get their lives back. And so returning back to their lives is such a gift to be given to the therapist to watch that and to be able to help facilitate that. And I think of how many times that happened over and over. Um, I just It's hard to think of one, but, um, you know, as a, as a clinician, I would say that. And as a manager, of course, being able to help people grow and uh, being there to support them as they... You know, when you're at work and giving so much of yourself, you also, you have a family at home. So as a manager, you really have to be able to balance um, being empathetic and understanding people's lives with them and how you can help them balance with the demands of work. So that can be very rewarding as well if you're in leadership. And along with successes, there definitely, you know, there's always going to be some failures that occur. Can you think about what challenges you, you know, you encountered when starting out or even recently, any types of challenges or failures that you want to share with our students? Yeah, I was something that I learned with the director. I was very, because I was a manager and because I kind of had some ownership of that role and I had grown department, I felt, you know, a lot of um, my myself into that job and so I had hired other people and we were a family um, and then I, when I was promoted and had to be a leadership being a position of leadership over another site that wasn't my direct report it 
had a lot of anxiety about what that really meant and these weren't really my people. And I would have to say that maybe for like six months, I got in my own way by being apprehensive about, um, you know, my learning curve. And I would mm-hmm. say that for anyone, people, you know, are more concerned about, you get more concerned about how you appear than actually what you're doing. And I would say, you know, as new clinicians, yes, we have a safety concern we have to be careful of and, you know, clinical practice and all these great skills that we learned, but not to be, um, not to get in your own way by fear of what you don't know. It's better to be yourself be open to saying what you don't know, but, but, but show up every day 100% and, you know, overcome fear with enthusiasm, mm-hmm. what you really want to do and you want to contribute. That's, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Andra. Um, I know that you're the board member, one of the board members on Rebuilding Together. Can you explain to us what that organization focuses on and what you do for them? Sure, sure. So this is very exciting. Um, <clears throat> Rebuilding Together... Uh, it is a national organization. It's a nonprofit that takes uh, contributions and helps refurbish homes for low-income uh, seniors who own their own homes. But Ooh. they have come into disrepair. And so uh, Rebuilding Together is, uh, we, I am on the board for the Montgomery County, county chapter, so they're uh, county-specific. Uh, in Maryland, and but there it's a national organization, and I started in Baltimore when I was right out of OT school, and I was on their board in Baltimore, and I helped them run their volunteer OT program. Mm-hmm. So that was very rewarding at the time because they would only go in and look at the houses from a structural standpoint, and I was asked to come in and help them uh, look at the modifications to help the, the seniors uh, remain in their home, and also from a safety perspective, and so. The OT and a, and a contractor would go in and look at the home, and the OT would make recommendations, you can imagine, for the bathroom and the kitchen or, you know, accessibility from the outside to inside. And like that for years before my management positions became too taxing. Mm-hmm. Recently, now this is like 10 years later, we been in the Montgomery County request um, a grant from Adventist Healthcare. And what they wanted to do is says, as your patients discharge back into the community, we as Rebuilding Together can do what I was saying I did 10 years ago. We can help modify their homes because they're in Medicare. Um, there is a negative impact financially on the hospitals if their patients are discharged and come back within 30 days. So Medicare now says, give us some of your money back that we paid you for this patient because obviously you didn't keep them there long enough. Or the, the assumption is that there's something that wasn't done properly. Well, we know that if you integrate someone back to the community, have a support system where their house is not appropriate, there's a lot of reasons why a person could be readmitted to the hospital. So they were apply for a grant. And so as part of that, I was made aware of this organization in Montgomery County. And so I'm on the board now to recreate that, um, that connection between occupational therapists and contractors to go into these homes and as a board member I am going to help design their program and then one of the some of the therapists from the hospital are actually going to run the actual home assessments with the contractors. Wow that is amazing. Yeah it's an amazing opportunity for me to make a community impact 
and for my role, but also to give the therapist an opportunity to give back since it's a volunteer opportunity for them to the community of the patients who are discharged from our hospital back into the community that they serve. So very rewarding. Uh, we're just getting started, um, but I'm very excited by that. Wow. That is really amazing. That's an amazing initiative, and good luck with that. I mean, that is going to make a huge impact on the community, on your on your therapist experiences, on the patients and their lives, and that's just really amazing. Wow. Thank you. Just, thank you. Thank you so much for speaking with us tonight. You know, you had so much good information about your experiences, and I, I only hope that you continue what you're doing and promote OT and all that you're doing like you are. And thank you so much for sharing this information with us. Have a good night. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.